views and opinions of the hosts are those of the hosts and not of the companies they are affiliated with. No inside information is known, and if there is, they will not be revealed. Occasional bad language may be used. Why, hello there. Um, welcome back. Um, Hi. Hey. Thank you. So our, uh, our I guess our um, winter vacation is over. Uh, I guess it's probably time to go back to this podcast thing that we, we used to do. We did survive Florida winter, though. I know. It got to, I think, what? Mid- I think 30s? Low 30s, yeah. Low 30s for at least two or three nights, which was, ugh, it was rough. Mm-hmm. But so, um, sorry everybody for making you wait um, so long for another episode to come out. Um, if you haven't ever been to Orlando or Florida um, during the holiday season, it gets rather intense and crazy down here. And it doesn't matter where you work; you're you're crazy busy. Um, pretty much, just just it's just busy. We didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, to do an episode. Plus, you left the country um, and did other stuff. So, yeah. So, get, we're here. Yeah, and then so then you get, after the crazy busy, it slows down. Then you have all the things that you neglected during the crazy busy time. You had to catch up on those. and. Mm-hmm. So, here we are now. 19 days so into the new year. So, I guess, um, I guess we can kind of call this season two. But, um, so I had an idea, uh, for doing a show that's, I mean, all of our late past shows recently have been different shows, but, um, this is kind of a show idea that we said we were not going to do. Um, but then I decided we should do it anyway. (laughs) So, um, I kind of, in my mind, I'm always thinking about what parks should add and what they should do and you know, the grand scheme of everything. And that that includes also parks that we said we weren't going to do on this, like the Walt Disney World um, properties. And I realized that I had a pretty extensive bullet point list of stuff I'd like to see, but, the, you know, they're not broken down into, um, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018. It's just kind of like the overarching, like, next, like, 10 to 15 years. And so I decided we should just do an episode on this because our opening episode for the show was Cedar Point, which is a major episode. So why not open up season two with another major episode and just do all of Walt Disney World? Yeah, and now here we are opening up season two with all of Walt Disney World. So I approached Drew and said, That's me. hey, um, Let's go ahead and break it down. Make an episode. Make a uh, list first of all. And he's like, "What?" I was like, "Make a list." Mine's already done. It's huge. And you're like, "Okay." Um, so we have lists. I have not seen yours. You have not seen mine. We have not discussed any of these things with each other. I think that's going to be the fun of this. And which is insane because we have seen each other more since our last episode than we did in the entire time of all of our episodes combined. I know it's. it's too bad we we should just start carrying a 
uh, an audio recorder and we can just record a podcast wherever we go. Yeah. A lot of background I noise think, though. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll figure something out. But anyway, so this episode is going to be broken down. We're going to do each individual park. Um, so your Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. Um, we're also going to do the water parks as a whole. So both of them together. Um, Disney Springs, I figured that would that is something that they're putting a lot of money into. So we probably should talk about it. And then our end of this whole episode is going to be just the wild card. Um, I didn't really define wild card to Drew. I just said wild card. So I have no idea what he has even thought of. So this is going to be kind of fun to kind of discuss and see where we're at with this one. Mm -hmm. So I figured why not start a little small and why not start at the water parks? All right. I'll tell you what I think is coming very soon to the near future to the water parks. Okay. Uh, that we could see something as far as next week for the water parks. Probably won't be next week. It'll probably be much further down the road. But definitely this year, I think we will see a dramatic increase in water park cost. So that way the water parks are lined up with what Universal is charging for their water park. Because I don't see Disney take, treating their water park like a second tier park if Universal is considering it the third gate. Um, most people go to the water parks. It's because they have the water park fun and more option on their card anyway. So it's not going to really change the attendance level. I just think it's going to change the perceived perception of the value of the water parks. If you're charging much more than you are now. So, so basically you think they're going to treat it as the fifth and sixth park. I don't think you'll see the words from that, but I think the price point will be much higher and much more in line with the admission to the, the theme parks. Because of right now, the water parks are a good $30, $40 cheaper than your... I mean, I can't tell you exactly how much cheaper they are, but I know that they are dramatically cheaper than your admission to the parks. And I don't see that being a much longer thing. I think I think you're going to see the, the prices go up and match in like that. Okay. I, I, could, definitely, I could definitely see that. Um, them kind of pushing, especially like in just marketing, like advertising why you need to go to the water parks more. Mm -hmm. um, for me, um, one of my bullet points, I think that they're not going to build anything for a while, um, but they are going to add in a new record-breaking slide in the next you know, 10 to 15. Um, most likely the speed record. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to have the fastest water slide because what they don't have the tallest anymore but they did for a long time yeah blizzard beach did um i mean mm -hmm. misfortune falls uh or misfortune falls is um coming to this year they announced the new slide coming to typhoon lagoon yeah but i don't think anything else i i, I agree i really don't think you'll see a very a whole lot anytime soon And then I've only got one other bullet point for water parks. Uh -huh. And it's that I think Magic Band Plus is introduced and it's going to be a hold place in the line similar to Tapu Tapu. I totally think if Tapu Tapu is working and they like that, I could see Disney trying to come up with something. And that also goes along with the lines of making your price higher so less people mm -hmm. want to go and giving a better experience to those who come. 
Because uh, the new bands have batteries, do they not? I have no idea about the new bands. I just know the puck can come in and out, and I don't really understand why. So I th- I think we might get to a a third iteration of Magic Band Plus that might include a vibration setting or whatever, so they can hold your place in line. I think if Hall if Typhoon or if Blizzard Beach was to add a new slide, it would take place of the older looking runoff rapids on the backside of the mountain. I don't okay. know if you've ever been to Blizzard Beach. It's it's probably been about 16 years. It's the one side of the water park that really looks shitty because you've got the front side that has Summit Plummet, Slusher Gusher, um, the Team Boat Springs family raft ride, and then you've got this back side that just has a couple of generic looking water slides. Okay, yeah, I think I, I think I remember. And I, and th- those to me really have to go because not only are they boring slides, they're also boring colors. And you have boring colors and boring slides, then nobody wants to do them. And so, oh yeah, I'm looking at a map right now, and yeah. So then it just becomes the nerdy band kids that marathon those over and over again. <laughs> so that's what I got going on on my water park list. Yeah, I don't really think I don't really think much of water parks. I, that's not where the money is to be made there. No, it's also, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, during the summer they're really busy, but we do have that off-season where a water park is kind of replaced. Or water parks mm-hmm. are kind of don't have their place. Like, the, it's cold. Like, Disney tiers their water parks. One's open, one's not open. I mean, it, it's it's smart that they can do that. Uh-huh. It's, well, it's nice that they can do it, so they always have one open. But Yeah, I'm curious what Volcano Bay is going to do. Like, are they going to have dark days, or it's going to ride it out I don't know I don't know hopefully they don't have to tear it down and rebuild the thing yeah okay so um, so you want to move on to Disney Springs yeah let's move on to Disney Springs I think there's a, I think there's, I think there's a little bit more life that's going to be happening at Disney Springs uh-huh. um, I have a I have a grand total of three bullet points um, and I was um most people here don't know this, but I actually worked at Disney Springs for a short period. Um, I did I too. Actually, I worked at Disney Springs for a short period, much shorter of a there period. For much shorter <laughs> period. So um, I actually had a job at the Lego store. Um, this is actually like recent, like within you know this tax, um, this taxes that I'm filing is going to include the Lego store. You know, I just thought about um, that. I wonder if I have to file the Lego store on. <laughs> my taxes well you got paid for a day didn't I you i never picked up the paycheck well they'll they'll email you oh, well not email they'll mail you something all right um or yeah i think they should mail you something so i actually was there when it was just downtown disney and while they were working on construction and then it opened up as disney springs and then it um the whole new area opened, like actually opened. So I got to experience all of that and um, a lot of potential, but a lot of disappointment too. Um, first of all, my big thing is I think the West End is going to get a major overhaul. Um, if For those that aren't familiar with that, that's the, I, it's the end with Cirque du Soleil, Disney Springs, um, 
Splitsville, you know, House of Blues, all those over there. I think it's going to get a major overhaul. Cirque's going to get removed. Um, I, too, have Cirque getting removed. And a new nightly show takes place that is mind-blowingly good. I, too, have a new nighttime show. But I don't necessarily know if it's mind-blowing good. This was kind of Some, this was kind of in my wild card category, but I guess we'll share it now since we're talking about it. Yeah, go ahead. Barnum and Bailey Circus. Even though they just announced that they are done, yes, they are done forever traveling because they're setting up shop. Because they are coming to Orlando, where Circus World used to be, and uh, where their headquarters are. It's coming to Man. Orlando. It makes sense that they announced that they're closing while they're on tour here in Orlando. Because mm-hmm. they were just at the Amway. Yes. Hmm. But, you know, that could be mind-blowingly good. Uh-huh. The only thing I think we um, Disney would have to worry about the backlash of, like, all your PETA heads. Um, all that kind of stuff. But I think they could ramp up. A new type of show uh-huh. and maybe not have these the animals as much but like a much smaller yeah part of i it. mean i sort of see that a cirque du soleil is kind of an adult circus um is, yeah. i mean kids can go but it i i was never really amused as a kid when i saw the cirque du soleil shows and so i i think in a market now where there is no doubt in my mind disney springs is not meant for adults like it once was no, there's no Pleasure Island anymore, so it's it's not at all. Uh-huh. Um, I think your your family kid friendly show with like clowns and and acrobats and fun music, not like classical like orchestra pieces. I th- I I think is is more likely the answer. So I, I I'm thinking you take the the name of the the Barnum and Bailey Circus, and I I think you got something. I actually really like that idea. So that could be a mind-blowingly good show. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's 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 uh, your first bullet point on the Disney Springs? Uh, I think most of those outlet shops within the next two years are going to close and go out of business. Okay, and yeah, I didn't, I didn't actually think of that, but I, I, there's just so many stores that you walk by, and I mean everything is busy in Disney because everything is busy in Disney. The thing with Disney Springs that I guess people don't really take into um, consideration is Disney Springs is Disney's quote unquote free park. Mm-hmm. It's, you don't have to pay to get in. You don't have to pay to park. You can go there. You can still get that Disney magic. But if you want to buy something, which is what Disney wants you to do there, you have to be willing to pay out the dish eggs. out some cash. Yeah. Um, yeah everything is, is more expensive. Of, a lot of expensive things there way expensive and and not only that um, there's things that are, aren't expensive that are more expensive than they should be mm-hmm. but i mean plenty of the restaurants are all pretty good and they're all pretty packed um yeah deluxe burger Blaze Blaze Pizza Blaze is fantastic Pizza, the poutine stand oh it's so good yeah um so a lot of the new restaurants are really good sprinkles cupcakes always busy always um so all of that really good stuff just the store's I walk in there and I'm like, nobody's buying this shit. I think the only one that's that's actually there that makes sense to me that I've actually seen people buying a lot of stuff is the Uniqlo. Mm-hmm. Because it's something you can't get anywhere else. 
Under Armour, you can go across the highway and go go to the you know the outlets over mm-hmm. there. Um, any of those jewelry places, you know, besides Pandora, you're going to be able to get across the highway as well, and it's also going to be cheaper over there. Yeah, so I, I just I think some of the stores are going to move out, and I mean they already have like there's now this store D Living, which is kind of like luxury decorations that are Disney themed. The store's kind of unique, except for. A lot of the Christmas stuff is generic and you can see anywhere else in the resort. But I'm kind of hoping for some more Disney unique stores that they have there because they they obviously don't want you to walk past hundreds of empty buildings. That Yeah, definitely. And so they're going to fill them with Disney stores. Or they could just do what Festival Bay Mall did when they just put up those big like canvas pictures in the windows of all the stores that made it look like there was a store in there. Yeah, that too. That too. Um, so I think that they're going to up their food truck game um, and they're going to have more food trucks, lower food costs, and it's going to be there's going to be the Disney Rand ones, like the ones that are themed to each of the parks. And then there's also going to be third party food trucks. I think this this is going to kind of take place back in that weird pathway between Cirque du Soleil and that back parking lot. Mm-hmm. It'll be like you know, people like food trucks, and food trucks are going to bring people in. If you advertise, if you know, if people are advertising, um, hey, blah blah blah's food truck is going to be at Disney Springs. People travel for food trucks. I mean, they have a following. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of food trucks personally. I um, I might sound like an asshole here, but I feel like they're overpriced and normally good. But I, I just feel like half the time I get ripped off. Um, I also tend to feel ripped off anytime a company like gives you bottled or canned sodas for your beverage because like food trucks can't <laughs> obviously have fountain drinks and I find yeah. the bottled beverages are just overpriced for what you get. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's why it has to, it has to be, you know, a lower food cost and it has to, um, I guess kind of compete on the same level as some of the food offerings that are in Disney Springs as a whole. Yeah. Like the smokehouse. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have the smokehouse be cheaper than going to um, Bill's barbecue truck mm-hmm. and getting the same thing there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, what else you got? What else I got on here? I think uh, your restaurants, on the sense of. Because um, coming up noon, soon, we got Paddlefish and Planet Hollywood. Paddlefish mm-hmm. is the uh, Fulton's Crab Shack uh, being redone because it wasn't popular. and I never saw people there. And Planet Hollywood being redone because it was ugly and I guess it wasn't very popular. And I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think either one is going to keep doing well. I, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think slapping a new coat of paint on them is going to sell it. Um I think the one thing that's coming to Disney Springs that's actually going to be kind of cool is going to be Edison. Mm-hmm. But that's going towards our crowd. That's not the crowd a family's going to want to go to. No, I agree. And I don't think any of the damn restaurants in Disney Springs are really going to that. And look at the ones that have the longest late. People stand outside for hours for T-Rex and and stand outside for hours for um, uh, Rainforest Cafe. 
And Boathouse does really well, but I, I don't think Boathouse would do as well if it didn't have the fancy cars that go on the water right next door that people were blowing their minds over. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, take STK. It's fucking flopping. It's it, it's too expensive. I mean, I don't think the price is the problem. I've heard to it's, me, it's really I, good, but... It's something that I totally have dire interest in going to, but I hate shouting over my meal and it's the same problem i have with rocco's tacos in dr phillips is that the food is good but it's so loud that i just don't enjoy my environment there uh it's nightclub meets i fall in it's it's nightclub meets filet mignon i fall in the same category and the girlfriend makes fun of me constantly about this about places being too loud Mm mm-hmm so yeah, I I can I you walk by STK and you you know it's there because you can hear it. Yeah, like if you if you saw my video or our video at from in the loop of Canada's Wonderland or in, uh, Galaxyland in Canada, my one main takeaway was that it was too loud. The music was too loud in there. I found it annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I went to so I, yeah. Go ahead. I like to be able to converse over the music. I like. BGM. Don't get me wrong. Like I love ambient background music, but if I have to shout over it, I'm not enjoying it. True. I'm. You're. You're there to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. You're not there to listen to music. If you're going to a concert, absolutely make it as loud as you can. Mm-hmm. But I don't know of any people that are going to SKK for a concert. Can you imagine concert and filet mignon? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they kind of have that already for. Uh, Eve at Universal. Yeah, I have to do that someday. Mm-hmm. One one of these years, I'll dish out the money and do the just just stuff my face with filet mignon and mm-hmm. shrimp and lobster and stuff. So, um, I definitely think we're going to see more parking garages show up at Disney Springs. Yeah, I think so. Um, they help a lot, mm-hmm. but they're also a complete mess. The funny thing I always find about the parking garages is that you will drive up on, you're like, okay, drive in the parking garage. You'll see levels one, two, and three. Like, one and two will be full. Three will have, like, 15 spots. And then four and five will have, like, 300-plus spots. Mm -hmm. And everybody gets off on row three to find one of those spots. (laughs) I've never understood that. You don't walk that much further. No, I know. But it's what happens. It's also really weird because you get off the highway and row one levels one and two like you can't get to if you're going to that garage yeah. yeah um the lime garage has the better position but it's also smaller it's a yeah it's a smaller garage um when i worked at the lego store when we were not allowed to park in the garages i parked in the lime garage because i was not going to walk across the street and over all the way over just to get there that was like a 25 minute hike I'd just park directly behind the store. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't have any idea. No, we wore we wore khakis and a polo. And I mean, like, even <laughs> if they had like undercover security following you, all you'd have to do is pop into Starbucks or sit your ass down on a bench and make a phone call, and you would know mm-hmm. they would ha- have no longer have any justification yep. to like follow you. Exactly. So I've got one more bullet point uh-huh. for Disney Springs. Um, I guess this is kind of like Disney Springs wildcard-esque, kind of like yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I said Disney Quest is going to get an overhaul as part of the West End refurb, become a modern tech warehouse with amazing experiences. 
And I also think they're going to continue to update and innovate it. And they're going to go back to opening up a satellite location somewhere in the U.S. And it's going to succeed. Well, that's a wild card and a half. I, yeah, I don't know what I would think of that place. I because th- I think because what um they were originally that was supposed to be their indoor theme park. Mm-hmm. I get well, I mean even Six Flags tried that for a little bit too. Well, Six Flags um, also tried having a barber shop. Yeah, Disney does have a barber shop. That's true, and they have the art of shaving at Disney Springs. I know. I need to go in there and get a, a an official like fancy shave. Mm-hmm. Something I've I've wanted to do. Um, it's also weird. So you have anything- that this is our first podcast since you've had hair. Oh, I know it's 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 grown back. For those that don't know, I have been bald for the past what four years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, someone that I work with was like. I haven't, he's like, why are you growing your hair out? I haven't seen you with hair. I was like, nobody in Florida has seen me with hair. Mm-hmm. But you have anything else for Disney Springs? Um, nope, that is what I got. Okay, so now let's get into the actual parks. All right. Which one? What park do you feel like starting with? Which one, which one, let's, first of all, which one does your list have on top? My, well, my list on top is going to be Magic Kingdom. Okay. That's my bottom. My list goes Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom. I went from, I guess, the year they opened. It's just my natural order of the parks. I I went. I, I say we start with Epcot, and then we'll okay figure out from there. Okay. So um, there's no real order within mm-hmm. these. None of these are bigger tier than other ones. They're just thoughts that I had, and I just put them after whatever the last thought was mm-hmm. um so first of all energy and life pavilions removed large new e-ticket in place mm-hmm. and i said it's going to be the newest most unbelievable concept ever but executed poorly consistently down the theme obviously half-assed to the point of being laughable yeah i still think energy has a lot of life left I, and I think so too. I think um, energy has a great potential. But I don't think Disney thinks energy has a great potential. I mean, looking at the map, that's a massive plot of land mm-hmm. that you could do there. I mean, you could even just take down, um, you know, the Wonders of Life Pavilion and have something incredible there. But I think they might do both because, you know. 20 year old 20 years ago ellen is still funny but people are expecting today's ellen Mm -hmm. i agree it it is interesting though i think we're gonna come into the time at epcot where epcot has more ips than it's ever had before i think the seas with nemo and friends was kind of the the first start with that Mm -hmm. um and i and then we slowly snowballed down with uh grand fiesta tour and now Maelstrom turning into the frozen ride and I think we're literally going to snowball from that yeah it's it's going to happen um, I also think Disney is in the process of spending while saving money and it's something along the lines of it's the Star Wars land that's really making me think this with how the two Star Wars lands are opening coast to coast and I think they're going to take attractions that they have at other parks and really start bringing them in 
Uh, and I think one of the first ones you're going to see from there is Ratatouille's coming to France. I have that as well. I have Ratatouille added to France. Um, and I know the legend, I disagree on this one, but I think the Ratatouille restaurant is just as cool and should also come to France. I think that it needs to be added as well. However, France already has two really popular restaurants that also do really well. So do you think we see a third sit-down restaurant come to France? Yeah, because, um, well, the the restaurants in France are on your higher, nicer end, right? Yes. But they're not kid-friendly, no, correct? not really. So you have plenty of room for a kid-friendly, ratatouille-themed restaurant in France. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think Disney, for the most part, looks at what do we need. They look at, are people going to do mm-hmm. it? And people are going to do it. So, I mean, look, it, it, how many restaurants does Italy have? Three? It's like, yeah, and people still go crazy over those restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear it's the, you know, Napoli has the best pizza in town. I I mean I'm not a pizza guy. I know I know you're not a pizza person with your recent addition of ordering pizza for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else with Ratatouille? Uh, I I just think it's coming. I I I wouldn't be surprised if it's an identical clone. Um, it, it doesn't need to be anything different or anything wondrous. You know what? Because not many people are going to make their way out to go ride Ratatouille in Paris anyway. Uh huh. But I just think more things need to come to World Showcase uh, because they've gotten this big problem where everybody comes to World Showcase and skips Future World, mm-hmm. but nobody leaves the main promenade of World Showcase. And so that pathway just gets super crowded. And it's proven that they need to do that because all the bars got pushed out into the main promenade. So you've seen yep. like Mexico is opening the new tequila bar that's on the promenade and Norway's got its carts and they're keeping and Morocco's got their little thing and and so they keep the food and wine booths open even more year round now because they're successful and it keeps people on the promenade and I think they need to figure out a way to push more people into the pavilions and I think a Mm -hmm. great way I think I think a great way to do this um, is do you remember what dynamic attractions was showing that like new 360 theater the, yeah, that that thing with like the walls that went around and everything. Yes. Yeah. I think we see that at one of our countries here in in this area. I could see that. Um I could see that going into any of them, really. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So like Reflections of China and O Canada are both Circle Vision movies that are in that area. I mean, I believe France has a movie too, but we don't need to touch the France movie because we're adding Ratatouille. So mm-hmm. I think one of the two of them is definitely going to get their their Circle Vision theater changed into a more um, uh, up-to-date version of that with the, the dynamic theater that drops, tilts, turns, changes scenes and stuff like that. I could see that. I like that. Um, so that, I think, is a definite attraction. Now, here's the weird thing, though. Like... I don't know if this one will get an IP base, which seems the opposite of everything Disney has been spending money on. Hmm. Because, like, Canada, the only real movie that took place in Canada was Brother Bear. That does not have lasting power. No, but here's the other thing is I could totally see um, uh, Disney 
do like the Donald, the Canadian Donald Duck. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, with like the 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 Canadian toboggan hat and stuff like that. So I could see that going, um, and I could see them kind of making like a short that goes along with it. Or we never know. A couple of years from now, there might be a a Disney plot. The way they're pumping out movies these days, I mean, they're <laughs> easily could be. Mm-hmm. So uh, speaking of adding rides to World Showcase. Um, I think we're going to see a dark ride added to Germany. There is room and for the style, it. The style is not going to be unlike a Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. So it'll kind of bring back like a the nostalgia mm-hmm. of Mr. Toad's, but then also be fresh and new. And the, yeah, they've got that big plot of land right there from where they never got the uh, the other pavilion. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but they also like this building was designed to have a little boat ride in it that just never happened. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that would be a good way to throw in something different than a boat ride. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's kind of the last thing I have for World Showcase, except for my kind of favorite points that i'm going to save till the end of epcot um i think you're going to see the art festival become daily and continue on and be successful i think this was kind of the proving ground here this week and i and i think it did well enough that it'll probably continue yeah um continuing on with that i i can also see everyone talking about how they think the mission space e-tickets coming i think the mission space e-ticket is already sitting or not uh sorry the guardians e-ticket i think is already sitting there and is going to take over mission space rather than taking over universe of energy that's that makes complete sense to me because i mean the video and everything hasn't changed since they put that ride in and it's so outdated the you know the, the graphics are showing their age and I don't even want to ride the ride anymore. Like, I don't enjoy riding it. I haven't done it in years. I've it's, it's, To show you a list of things, it's the one ride where people are like, do you want to do it? And I usually just say no. And I haven't done it in... I've done it twice since I've moved to Florida in 2010. Yep, I've done it. We've done it, um, I think, three times. We did... We've done the wild, we've done the mild, and then we've done... I think we had a friend come in and we did mild again. And that was about it. Like, we... There's no need for us to do mission space anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the thing that really turned me off the last time um, that we got in there was we waited in line. It was just, it was just outside a little bit. So we're like, okay, no big deal. So we waited in line. We went, it shot through, it did the whole turnstile um, switchbacks on the inside. And we were next to um, in line for, I think the merge point for fast pass. And I think mm-hmm. it was a new person. And, he was doing a hundred percent ratio of fast pass. And so he was just letting them all through. And then we had to wait for like another, like 20, 25 minutes until there was a break in the line. And then he started letting us in. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it sucks. So over on the other side of, um, future world, I think we're going to get a new figment. You know, everyone says figments pretty shitty. The ride itself now, yes, but 
the popularity of that character is not. So I think we're going to get a new figment, and I'm actually saying it's going to have the longest lines in Epcot. Oh, interesting. What what was the name of that guy? Was the the Dream Master? Dreamfinder. Dreamfinder? Yes. He's making a return. Oh, definitely. If it, new figment comes back, he's making a return. I think it's really interesting if you look at like Google Images, how you head down that like Soren hallway and how Soren is like really closer to the Imagination Pavilion than it is to the Land Pavilion. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I also think that Spaceship Earth is going to get another refurb. Mm, are we keeping the Omnimover style ride? No, no, no. Ride itself doesn't change. Uh-huh. This is just one of these refurbs that you know they've done over the years. So I'm saying new scenes, you know, up top, uh-huh. and a new descent, and then I'm saying a new narrator, and I'm actually saying it's going to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't even know who that is. That is the um. Well, the Cosmos guy with Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's that guy that was, he did um he did that Cosmos show on Fox. Okay. He's a big um, science guy. Um, and the the audio is actually going to be audible. Because my biggest problem with those those buggies, those cars, is that I don't know if I'm just too tall. You're too tall. But I, ha- I am. But I have to crouch down in order to even hear Dame Judi Dench. Uh, if it were me, I think we're going to see Neil Patrick Harris be the narrator. I think Disney's really on his nuts right now. I could, I could see it. I th- I think we're going to go with the other Neil though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a tag team Neil. A Neil off. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I I think that and um and that of course is going to come with a new um, whatever that that spot is in the end when you exit mm-hmm. and there's all this stuff that never works. Yep. Yeah. I think that's going to get redone. Do we have anything else? I do not. So like the thing is, I would love to say something new is coming to interventions, but it's such a small area. It really is not that big. That there's not a whole lot you could do with there unless you did more of the character meet and greets inside of that. Yeah. I, interventions it was a cool concept but then i think with the invention of like the internet and everything it's there isn't need a place isn't needed to kind of showcase these new things mm-hmm. um but i do have one more bullet point it's my favorite one all right so odyssey reopens full-time as a disney brew pub Ooh. Um, they're going to offer house-made beers and small plates. But then my favorite thing is that they are going to offer pavilion specialties. So it's a different pavilion each month. America is going to get June and July because 4th of July. Um, but the specialties are going to include, you know, themed localized small plates and a beer style brewed on site. I like it. So you could go in on in January or whatever and say, okay, this is um, Canada. And so you go in there and there'll be like a small Canada plate or whatever you can get different than what they sell for the festivals. And then there's going to be maybe a Canadian style beer, maybe a collaboration with like Unibrew or, you know, something like that. Hmm. That's my favorite one about Epcot. I like it. I like it a lot. So I think that's it. 
for Epcot. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because I think this is the park that, to me, has the most potential coming forward. Yeah. Um, I think that it's it's the park that, while I think it's fine, I, I don't think it's great, and I think it could use more help. But it's still the park that I tend to visit the most. I know, but what's crazy about Epcot is Epcot's best year was... 1994 it hasn't beaten its 94 attendance meanwhile all our other parks are like zooming in attendance <laughs> just zooming mm-hmm. all right well i think it's about time to move on to another park so uh what park do you want to you want to visit now uh, i i think we should save magic kingdom for last unless you're really into what you have for magic kingdom um Magic Kingdom, to be honest, is probably my least exciting bullet point. Me too. So let's just go Magic Kingdom now. Yeah, let's just do Magic Kingdom. So, um, the thing I, well, I mentioned this one on um, Twitter, but it was, I think the cabanas Mm -hmm. are going to be moved. I don't think where they are makes sense. So I think they're going to end up moving inside of the castle um as i know there's that suite inside the castle that you never really hear about people staying in anymore you never hear a contest to stay in there Mm -hmm. so why not utilize that space put in a couple um cabanas highly theme the shit out of those things um and then have each one of them have a special interactive moment that the that the other ones do not have so if you want to experience all of the moments you have to stay in each one of them and there is a price hike, a major price hike. I totally see it. Because as much as I would love to spend my quiet time while at the Magic Kingdom, outside of the smoking area in Tomorrowland <laughs> on the far exterior of the park, why not have it in the smack middle of the park to where when you get out, you can decide exactly which direction you want to go? I think the only other place I would put the cabanas would be the rooftops of Main Street, so you have firework and parade viewing. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. But then you'd have to worry about fall protection, and you've got all this. And then that would... Also, I don't think the roofs are pretty at all. I think they're very ugly. Yeah, I guess you're right. Or what about like the top level of Main Street? Like how some of those were offices? Like boot the, boot the managers to off-site trailers... And do that and make it up there so you can peek I out could, those windows. Oh, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. But I think cabanas are going to be, I think it's going to be a successful um, experiment. And we're probably going to see it at all the parks. But I think the the most popular one is going to be the Cinderella Castle cabanas. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I like it. Um, going on with what I was saying where Disney's kind of taking attractions and wanting to move them to other places so they, they kind of reuse the things that they've created. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they'll package deal those dynamic theaters and I think that is what is going to be where Shrek is now. Shrek? Uh, not Shrek, Stitch. 
different shitty attraction. Uh, how much room is in that building? I know you and Legend discussed it slightly, uh-huh. but I don't think there's that much room because you've got the people mover you got to worry about. There, I mean, there is that little shop down there, like in the ice cream uh-huh. place, but I don't think. And then the whole other half of that building is Cosmic Rays of Sunshine. But I don't know how much room you'd have for that. Mm-hmm. This is my biggest problem. I think they'd be... I could definitely see one of those going in, and that actually probably goes with one of my ideas. Um, and you could... There's that whole parking lot behind um, Buzz. Uh-huh. That could be used. Because what? Um, I just I might as well just go right into that point for me. I said there's a new Tomorrowland e-ticket. I had said um, Tron ride, not bike coaster, but themed to a new Tron movie. Um, in the parking lot behind Buzz, you could use the meet and greet right there for an entrance. Which could make sense to have one of those circle theaters. Mm-hmm. I do think the Tron ride could come. I think if we're going to get Tron, it's going to be an identical clone. The thing, I don't know. Do they have the room for a clone? Yeah, why not? I mean, they probably could fit. They probably could shoehorn it in there. It's Disney. They've shoehorned plenty of things. I mean, just the way I look at it is look at um, how they shoehorned um, Indiana Jones into Disneyland. Yeah, that's true. We're going to talk about Indiana Jones later in this episode, too. I know, right? Indiana Jones is on your list somewhere? And I I'm guarantee they're going to be very different things. All right. That's just a preview for all the listeners. <laughs> Watch them be the same. <laughs> um, I, I like the Circle Theater. Um, I could see them getting two here in Florida, maybe one out in California. You know, just mm-hmm. that. And then Dynamic Attractions, their name is never thrown about and nobody ever knows that they made it. Except for the real kind of nerds. Yeah. I mean... The typical. If you don't know who Dynamic Attractions is, they built Radiator Springs Racers. They built um, Forbidden Journey. So they've done a lot of the... Uh, the roller coaster or a lot of the big thrill rides that nobody wants to tackle that project. Dynamic has done it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of your stitch thing, I forgot that I had this on here. I said that stitch was going to be kept seasonal with no end in sight. It, it's funny. Cause it actually got a line when it opened back up seasonally. I, and I think that is what they're doing. They're artificially, um, adding demand for it. Mm-hmm. The attraction's garbage. Oh, ev- every every one of my things is basically Tomorrowland because I think the rest of the park is fine. I agree. I, Tomorrowland is the land that really needs help. Um, I think I said that there will be... Vir- to me, I kind of wrote virtually little change until after the 50th. With the only real change to Magic Kingdom for the 50th is you might get a parade and we'll definitely get new fireworks. I have I have a dis, um, a discussion in about the 50th. Uh-huh. That's a wild card. Um, 
I also I said the speedway, get rid of it. It's torn down. It I, it doesn't really it doesn't fit in Tomorrowland to begin with. Um, I don't know why there's just a ride that people drive cars. Um, so that is handed over to um, Fantasyland and is turned into a Frozen Land. But it's either going to be a new Frozen popularity boom or there's going to be a new IP that's going to be all the craze and Disney switches at the last minute and does a half-ass job. I can totally I see it, that. Very similar to what New Fantasyland happened where they had all these grand ideas and then like last minute they changed a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, New Fantasyland is fine. It's just... But there was supposed to be that whole Tinkerbell section. Mm-hmm. And that all just got shoved out the window. For a, a, I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like Mind Train, but it's... Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> it, it, it it's just, it's just mind train, like I think it is. I hate the I hate the solid bright light when you're when you ride it dark. Uh-huh. It's just really weird that this year with Sex Tales Land at Animal Kingdom is the first time we've really gotten an e ticket in a long time in Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Soren is an e ticket, but I didn't really classify it as one because it's the exact copy of california so i really feel like the last e-ticket we kind of got was i don't know expedition everest yeah yeah and i actually don't even talk about everest me neither but it's great it's a good ride i do have one more magic kingdom bullet point though Uh because i have i have five for each park oh look at you i told you i've been writing i've been making this list for a while yes um, so my fifth and final point for Magic Kingdom is that they're going to add another pirate slash sorcerers type game, and it's going to be added to Tomorrowland and possibly Tron themed. Huh. I don't really know what they would do. I think there's there's potential for another type of game over there because sorcerers doesn't go into Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. That whole area is open for it. It does make sense. Um, I am enjoying looking at the the overview of this map of Disneyland or Disney World, the uh, Magic Kingdom, because it has the old hub, and I'm just like, wow, the new hub really is so much bigger. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed too. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So I think I think that's Magic Kingdom. Yep, that is Magic Kingdom. Um, that's the park everyone wants to go to, but nobody really wants to go to it. Mm-hmm. Because that's Disney. Yes. That that park, when I worked for the Walt Disney World Company, everyone would always ask, where is Disney? I'm like, you're there. You've made it to Disney. I go, well, where is Disney? I'm like, you're there. You've made it. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Disney. You can't get any more Disney than this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. So now let's go to one of the other other parks. Do we want one? These are the ones that have the most construction going on now. Now and I think in the future. I think these are your these ones are going to be your biggest changes to a park. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally think Animal Kingdom is going to go through more of a change than Studios. All right, then let's go Studios first. Let's go Studios first. Um, okay, so this one 
And here's my pr my first prediction. I said Star Wars is going to open to great numbers. I think it lands going to meet capacity daily for a year and a half with long lines just to enter every day, all day. Um, then I say some call it a disaster. It's going to be it's going to have parody to Disneyland. So Disneyland's going to have the same problem mm -hmm. that they're having out here. Um, and then Disney is going to try to um, do small Star Wars magical moments across the park to, I guess, kind of please guests with, you know, like stormtroopers, um, Chewbacca walking around, here comes R2-D2 kind of thing going around the park just um, for the guests that cannot get in the land. And then surveys, there's going to be a survey. This is my kind of wild card um, semicolon to this whole thing. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a survey that asks guests if they'd be interested in a Life Day celebration. For those that don't know what Life Day is, Life Day is the made-up holiday that the Star Wars Christmas special was about. Hmm. That movie that George Lucas quickly swept under the rug and refuses to even acknowledge exists. Well, that's interesting. So that's that's my Star Wars, I guess, prediction. Um, can I think you are right. It's definitely going to hit capacity. It's definitely going to overflow here um this is very related to star wars land but very unrelated to this podcast do you think disneyland star wars land is gonna have booze because clearly ours is going to and if you're gonna have specialty cocktails in one but not the other that's kind of strange um they don't say alcohol at all in disneyland do they at uh, club 33 club 33 only yes um However, the whole argument about Disney adding um, alcohol to be our guest was that it's not in Walt's Park because it was exterior to the original Magic Kingdom. That was the original opening thing. But now that now they're just throwing it everywhere, though, yes. so it doesn't matter. But um, but Star Wars Land I is going to be outside of the original Disneyland. Following um, Disney's trends of not giving a fuck, they will sell booze. That's what I figured. They it, they will sell the exact same booze and everything. Um, another, I guess, question about Star Wars and Disney, Disneyland, uh, Disney World. Are they going to be the exact same layout or are there going to be differences? I, ima I imagine small differences, but same e-tickets. For the most part, the yeah. same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What you got for Hollywood Studios? I think Star Tours is closing. Do you think it's closing? I think it's going to close after Star Wars Land opens. Really? Yeah, because I don't think they're... I mean, I think you might still keep your simulators. You might um, keep the same thing. But it, I think it's going to get a different IP. Uh, because I don't see it being in the land... And if you have this big land, why are you having another Star Wars attraction outside of Star Wars land? But Star Tours in Disneyland is not going to be in that land either. And I don't think that's going to be around much longer either. I think the Disneyland one is the easy answer. It's going Stark Tours, the Iron Man attraction. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's going to do in California or in Florida because it doesn't Cause make sense. Where exactly is um, the Star Wars land supposed to start? It's it's basically I mean it starts very close to it don't get me wrong but it's not going to be in Star Wars Land. So your Star Maybe. Wars Land is like Streets of America, um, 
and the the backlot area, all of that Star Wars land. But then Muppets Muppets is going to stay there, right? Yes. So that's weird, like Muppets growth on the side. Uh huh. Okay. Maybe they advert. Maybe they um. They kind of you know accent the fact that Star Tours is that travel. Mm-hmm. thing and that's a way to travel to and from kind of thing i don't know i'm just reaching here but i, I guess i never even thought the fact that it's not going to be inside the land mm-hmm. hmm. i think it's going it could i think that toy story land is nearly empty every day. Uh-huh. But the Slinky Coaster is a load of fun. Uh, I'm sure the Slinky Coaster will have a long-ass mine train-style line. I think... Um, but ass will I probably think be a walk-on. The, um... So, I wonder if them building Star Wars Land uh-huh. is going to up the capacity of the park, which has the smallest capacity, I believe. I couldn't tell you capacities. I, I, looking at it, I would assume it has the smallest capacity. Because I don't think they're going to be adding, you know, because all the land that they're basically taking out was guest accessible land anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see them saying like, oh, well, we just upped our capacity by 20,000 people. Um, I think it's relatively going to say the same. So if I think the park's going to have trouble hitting, they're going to be at or near capacity every day. Um, especially with Star Wars land itself hitting capacity and having to do, you know, Harry Potter style wait outside mm-hmm. kind of thing. They're not going to have a comeback at this time to get in system. So Toy Story is going to get completely just ignored. That's my thing is everybody's going to be going over to Star Wars and completely ignoring the new Toy Story land. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, the new, new Toy Story land consists of slinky coaster which will probably be a small vacoma coaster um mm-hmm. and then alien super spinner like something along the lines of mater's jamboree junction or whatever so that I, it, it's it's an interesting addition i think it'll be cute but i don't think it's gonna be the wow moment but it opens first i believe i think so I, if it doesn't open first i don't understand how because it's nothing uh-huh. it's just just big toys and two little rides yeah um going along with opening i think once you see all the major expansion here i think it's time for great movie ride to become something different okay uh i i have no theme in mind here i was reading the lines of it being like mickey through the years and i don't i don't see that happening so i couldn't tell you what it'll be but i definitely think great movie ride isn't long for this world either yeah i think it's i think it's on its way out um I think the TMC um, kind of thing was kind of just give it that last boost to get it through to a point to where they can remove it. Uh huh. Um, speaking of rides changing, um, I, I think Aerosmith's getting removed from the Rock and Roller Coaster. Ride's going to stay, but um they're going to remove Aerosmith and replace it with a new animated movie property which is music based. I could see that. I also think with that you'll probably see new trains. Mm-hmm. With the 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 softer vests rather than the hard thunker Either harnesses. That or they will get a 
um, lap bar only restraint. Um, I think whatever they get, they're going to get a restraint that accommodates more people because it's insane that mm-hmm. that's a 48 inch height requirement. It's the highest requi- height requirement on property that in primeval world. Yeah. And I imagine they take a lot of hits like, but he rode space mountain, but he rode this. Why can't he ride that? He just rode tower of terror. Are you telling me that tower of terror is way more, in, uh, way less intense than this ride? Yeah, I could see um, them opening up to being a little more accommodating to everybody. I mean, every inch helps. So you go 46 or 44, that's a huge difference. It is. Um, that's th- Yeah, that's like... Yeah. I don't... I mean, what? They... they um, there's reports of them testing out a new audio track for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, where it was um, a Goofy movie. It was Powerline. Powerline, yeah. But so Goofy movie. That was the name. Yeah, but... So, I mean, I think this is on their plate. I don't think it's in any rush. But I could also see something happening and Disney reacting severely and then just pulling Aerosmith out of it. Yeah, I think... Uh, Same way with the Shocker. I think he is out of control sometimes. He is. Steven Tyler. Um, I mean, his, his response to Disney was him wearing a hat that said, fuck, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really care. No. So um, I think he might do something so outrageous that they kind of freak out and just pull Aerosmith from the ride. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why I think they're already kind of testing things. Yeah, I th- I, I could see that, that going. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. I think this park is a lot, a lot of it's changing. It is. Um, I mean, granted, you know, the whole name of the park is changing for a third time. Mm-hmm. They've announced that. They haven't announced what it is, but they've said that the park is, name is changing. Um, I'm curious. Now, a little cosmetic things that I would like to see at this park. Uh, if you're going to keep with the nighttime shows that are in front of the, the Chinese theater, I would like you to create more viewing and cut all the tall trees down, get rid of your shops that are out there and give it a nice like hub feel. Mm-hmm. Like those, yeah, those, those little carts are not needed right there. No. Um, yeah, there's too many carts. There's like fences and palm trees and just a lot of things in the way of viewing that I wish wasn't there. Yeah. I can see that. The, those are just like little like guest pleasing things. Uh-huh. Um, do you have anything big for? No, my big thing was that Star Wars. I think Star Tours is closing or will be rethemed to something else. All right. Well, I got two more things. All right. Um, I'm talking about Indiana Jones now. Yeah. Um, I think Indiana Jones five is going to be a huge success. And then the stunt show is going to get redesigned to have scenes from all of the movies instead of just B Raiders. So it's going to give them a chance to refurb the stunt show and everything like that. Um, it's going to also include the controversial swinging with monkeys scene from four. Hmm. And that's people are, are going to laugh and hate that at the same time. Um, also, I think the Indiana Jones area is going to expand slightly to, in the, to include a themed eatery and bar similar to in style to Jack Lindsay's. Hmm. And then you you know, with that, you could then take Star Tours right there and add Star Tours to the Indiana Jones theme section. 
very much could. Because mm-hmm. um, they actually even have that restaurant in between them that's not themed really to anything. It's just here's a bunch of like prop stuff. Yes. Um, and then my last thing is something that um, I don't think Disney Disney never announced it, but it was heavily hinted at. Um, and then they're actually going to put in the Tower of Terror themed bar. Um, I think the drink the drink prices are going to be incredibly crazy expensive, uh, way higher than you know Trader Sam's. But it's a must experience thing. So with lightning and you know all of those just insane things happening in the atmosphere, I think it's like a must do thing. Sounds good to me. Um, I would like to see mm-hmm. a Fantasmic refurbishment also uh, to go along with um, the 50th when the resort reopens. I think a no, uh, or the resort opening the 50th anniversary. I think Fantasmic getting slightly new plot and some new effects would be much needed. Oh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think Fantasmic mm-hmm. kind of gets ignored. And people always, I think people kind of forget that it's actually even there. Like whenever I think of Hollywood Studios, I I never think of that. And like even mm-hmm. looking at the map, I always stop up at uh, Tower of Terror and never even extend way up there mm-hmm. to see Fantasmic. So yeah. Do you think it's safe to move on to the newest park? Yes. <laughs> the newest park that celebrated what? 20 years 15 15 yeah hey i mean to, um, to be fair i don't think any of their parks are full enough to warrant a f- that really needed the fourth park so no they they did not need one it was just what they wanted animals for the longest time uh-huh. and so they forced themselves to have an animal park um so do you want to start off with animal kingdom yes yeah, so um it, it's kind of funny because I made that comment earlier that I think the zoo, uh, that uh, I think uh, Barnum and Bailey is coming, mm-hmm. but we talked about how Barnum and Bailey. I don't think it'll have the animals that it had before. Um, I think we're coming into this weird time in America where everyone's offended by everything, and I think part of that is going to be that we aren't going to do as many things with animals as much as we are going to do things with fictional animals. So the animals are still going to be here, but I think the the main part of all of the expansions for a little while are going to be things like your Pandora World of Avatar where you're you're focusing on like animal lands that but like animals aren't the focus. And what I mean by that is I think your big addition that I see coming to this park is the Wildlife Express train to Rafiki's Planet Watch is going to be totally different. And it is no longer going to be the Wildlife Express train to Fiki's Planet Watch. It's going to be the train to Zootopia, and you're going to have Zootopia land. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. I think that actually goes right on with my fifth bullet point. My fifth bullet point says Rafiki Conservation Attraction is shut down and redone with the train being replaced with a quote-unquote Hogwarts Express style transportation method to a highly themed land and massive e-ticket attraction. Zootopia. I, unlike the legend, like 
Zootopia a lot. Everybody likes Zootopia. I have no idea why the legend didn't like it, and just because it wouldn't look good on a goddamn t-shirt doesn't mean the movie wasn't popular. It made a billion <laughs> dollars. You, you, you bil- never see people with t-shirts. A billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good movie. I mean, versus um, let, let's let's backtrack here a little bit on this point. Um, you see tons of people with thing one, thing two shirts, and then the cat, uh, cat in the Hat movie was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yes, I think, and there is a big plot of land there, too. Um, and then you don't have to worry about, you know, because the train goes backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you need to replace the train. The train is a piece of garbage. Um, so you replace it with a Hogwarts-style, or that monorail that, you know, that's in the movie. And you're seeing all the different, you know, the different, like, I guess, biospheres mm-hmm. of Zootopia. Yep. I could see it. See it a lot. So um, that to me was definitely a must. As soon as I saw that scene in the movie, I was like, this needs to come to Animal Kingdom. It's the one like sure attraction that I looked at and I was like, this definitely needs to be a thing. There aren't many times where I look at something in a movie and I'm like, oh, I wonder if you could make that. This was a that can be a theme park attraction. <laughs> I wasn't even you, thinking of Zootopia either. I was just thinking of this massive plot of land over here. And I've been on Rafiki's conservation train once and got off on the other end. I was like, what the hell is this? And I got back in and went back. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. Um. So their newest item that they're putting in is it's going to be Avatar, you know, World of Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be breathtaking. Uh, but no one's going to understand nor care about the IP. Yeah. And the rides are going to have a very confusing storyline. Mm-hmm. They're going to be very preachy, but people aren't going to understand it. Yeah, it's fair. But ev- but everything's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that Rivers of Light, I can't even say it without laughing, is finally going to work. It's going to be the best night show on property after its third redesign. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't think it's ever going to be a good nighttime show. And I think they're just going to run it because they made it. And I think we're going back to the 50th, 50th anniversary for the park. I think we're having all new nighttime experiences. New parade at Magic Kingdom, new fireworks, new Fantasmic, and new World of Color East. And they're just going to take their World of Color concept and put it in there drain the lake over here cement it in kind of thing yep yeah that could definitely happen um this this one kind of went with my rafiki train um i think i was thinking that hints would emerge about a beastly kingdom land being added Mm -hmm. with an incredible roller coaster dark ride hybrid um, and I was looking at that plot of land, but I think I like the Zootopia idea better. But I think Beastly Kingdom itself will still kind of be on that back burner. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll ever go away. No. Until it's built. And I really think you could take Beastly Kingdom, if you wanted a place to put it, pull that Finding Nemo Theater, Primeval World area, and then like that side of the park, you could definitely do something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that would go against my my last point. Uh, okay. Um, do you have any, Do you have anything you want to say before I do my last point? Yeah, I think I think we're going to see another e ticket in this park. Also, I I think this park is the park that they're investing heavy in. They're investing strong, and I think we're going to see a lot of growth here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so too. And I think you are going to see a Mystic Manor ride coming into Asia. I can see that. I like that idea. Because um, there is a monkey it, in the ride. Um, it, coming along with that, like Expedition Everest has the Yeti. Mm-hmm. Cali River Rapids really doesn't have the animals with Cali River Rapids. Just the whole ride's about deforestation and how deforestation is bad. Um, or at least the simple-minded me thought of what that ride is about. I think that's that. pretty much what it's about. Um, so I think you you can just kind of theme rides to Asia, and I think that'll work out. And so in that Asia section, I think you Indiana Jones it with the whole like queue that just kind of goes straight, and then the, the building is back a little bit behind Everest, I think is where you're going to see that show building go. And you're going to put it in over there. I could see that. Um, and then really if you didn't do that, I could also see Indiana Jones coming. But it's the movie. Does he have anyone? Because forgive my ignorance here. I sort of think Indiana Jones would fit into this park really well because it takes place in like jungly kind of areas and stuff like that. Does he have it's one great. where there's a lot of animal interaction? Um. Well, he's always interacting with snakes. Uh-huh. Um. He's riding horses pretty often. Um, nothing really beyond that so much. There's the swinging monkey scene in four with Shia LaBeouf, but, um, for the most part, well, no, he, he rides elephants in, you know, Temple of Doom. That's about it. I think most of the animals are transportation based. Okay. So maybe Indiana Jones would not fit into this park as well. It's more of the, um, mythical, Uh um, kind of storylines that go with these places that he interacts with but i think i think you could see i think you're gonna see another dark ride whether it be mystic manor or indiana jones or something like that also coming to this park okay i can see that um i think indiana jones would have to be a different ride style than disneyland's you know i thought Um, about that and then i realized i didn't care because there's so many omni movers in the magic kingdom there are that's true um I think I think that Dinosaur is going to go back to Countdown to Extinction, um, and they're going to remove ties to that movie that nobody knew was a movie. I was like, does it actually have ties to that movie, or is it just... Yeah, it's, it's, that, is, that's, that is what that movie is. It's That dinosaur in it is the dinosaur from the movie. The statue out front is the dinosaur from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think that was probably their most half-assed job in retheming a ride in all of Disney. Cause they literally just threw a statue out front and there's new audio and there was a video change. Like that was about it. Um, but I think that Dino Land's going to expand, um, to add more adult friendly food and drink options, similar to the Harambe expansion. Ooh, I do like that idea. The, the Harambe expansion is nice. So I think they're going to do something similar down there. Um, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. 
and that ends my Animal Kingdom predictions. I think I I personally think this park has um the most potential. I think Epcot's going to get the most love over the next ten to fifteen, but I think Animal Kingdom has the most potential. Mm-hmm. Because as of now and as of the past 15 years, it's always been that half-day park. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason why a Disney park should be a half-day park. That's just my personal opinion. Yep, I kind of agree. See, here's why I think they're going to invest heavily into this park. is because they're investing in a nighttime show. They're investing in... um, the uh the 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 pandora area mm-hmm. and they're gonna find that people now instead of making it a half day park at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day it's a half day park at the end of the day and people don't start rolling in until four i yeah i i see that um so it's gonna be weird because like everything is going to shift because this is a busy park in the beginning of the day and then once like that sun really kind of comes out everyone leaves because mm-hmm. this park it gets hot in that park mm-hmm. um so i think They'll, they'll see a shift in when people are coming and I think through, you know, additions and changes and stuff, they'll get it to where it is an all day park. Yeah. So do you have any, uh, wild card bombs to drop now? Well, my big wild card was the circus was coming to town <laughs> and we, and we, we just blew that up right at the very beginning of the show that we did. Um, <laughs> If I were to say what I also think is going to happen, I think you're going to see transportation dramatically change on this resort. Oh, I can already guarantee that's happening. Um, I think with uh, I, I think that they they realize there's a problem with transportation, and I think you're going to see more of an effort to get people places, whether they they add a third monorail line or more ferries or something like that. I can see that coming. They definitely need to do something. Um, transportation is a major issue. It should never take, you know, an hour to get from the Magic Kingdom to Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. But it does. It does. And that's the problem. Um, whether it involves, if you know, Disney seems to put all their eggs in the bus basket. Um, whether they need to create, ex- you know, exclusive bus lanes like they did in front of disney springs because i haven't taken a bus to or from disney springs yet since it's the whole remodel has happened Mm -hmm. but it appears that buses are getting in and out easier than they used to Hmm. Um, i don't know if they need to do widen basically all the roads across property all the major roads and add those bus lanes in the middle so they're never stopping or something Mm mm-hmm I think that uh, I think you'll also probably see uh, not a I don't I don't I don't necessarily know if this is a game changer wild card, but I think you'll see new ways to get to the Magic Kingdom. Whether that be yeah. they continue the circuit on there and have a, a, a walkway that you can walk all the way there. Um whether you get new bus transportation going from there to Magic Kingdom from the TTC or something, but I think you're going to have 
more ways to get to the Magic Kingdom now. The the transportation that they have now, the Magic Kingdom worked in the seventies. It just it doesn't work now. Um, I mean, when they're filling that parking lot almost every day, and trying to get that like, and that I think that's then that's the problem. You know, they've tried to alleviate people leaving you know the park by going you know having bus loops for the resorts at the park itself that's fine still gets crazy backed up and the fact that those people that are just trying to get onto the the shuttles or the the ferries or the monorails those are your standard day guests um they're the ones that are parking in the parking lot they're the ones that are staying off site and i i don't really know though if Disney cares so much to cater to them as much as they want to cater to their guests. Yeah, I don't know if Disney cares if it's a problem. I don't. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, but they cared enough to add the third dock or the, the the extra dock to run the more consistent ferries. But I don't think they care more of a problem than that. I also think that was also because they have that um, fairy tale wishes cruise that they do Mm -hmm. where you pay like 150 dollars and you get um champagne and desserts or whatever on a boat during the fireworks they can park that in that Hmm. for loading and unloading so and it sits there for a while um i think of anything i think disney needs to um upgrade their monorail system um, it's this is just to go with your transportation thing. Um, it's old, it's outdated, um, it's broken ninety eight percent of the time. Um, I thought Topsail Dragster broke down a lot, and then you try to go there, and monorails are always broken. The monorails also all smell like pee. Yep, because they probably are full of pee. Even with the new carpet, they're just full of pee. <laughs> like, how often would you guess a monorail is cleaned? Nightly. By a half-assed cleaning crew. Mm-hmm. I, I know that one for a fact. Mm-hmm. So it's um, half-ass nightly cleaned. Yep, they're they're cleaned on staircases in the monorail shop. Hmm. Yep, and it's mainly just windows, windows rails, just sanitize thing. Not like so. a deep clean of the the carpets and no. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Disney is going to test VR on something. I don't know what attraction it is. Um, it's going to be a capacity nightmare and not very well received. And I think that there is going to be a lawsuit against Disney for letting a child use the tech when it's meant for older kids and up. And then nothing will come of the lawsuit. Hmm. But it'll make national news. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Apparently, that's Fun Spot what, is not um, do it doesn't enforce the age requirement. They just enforce a height requirement on the VR goggles. Is there, is there extra height? Yes. You have, you have to be taller for those ones. Uh huh. Hmm. I I think that park is going to have the hardest time of keeping them clean and working. Oh, there. I mean, they're already like the the. I did it the other. I did it yesterday actually, and the phone is already cracked a little bit. <laughs> I think you're gonna have a hard time 
keeping kids with it on their head. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Um, wow, these are all big um, wild cards. Um, my next one is something that I think that they're gonna that could happen the way that Disney's been nickel and diming people. I think Disney's going to unveil a Magic Band Plus exclusive attraction. Um, to where you have to sign up for registrate, you know, a reservation. If there is no reservation, you there's no standby, no standby land at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think crowd response is going to be overwhelmingly negative. So then, Disney is going to open up limited standby spots for a price per head. Response is still negative, but reviews of the attraction, whatever one they do, if this is going to be a new attraction, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like that. That's that's just kind of the way a lot of these Disney Universal attractions are. Like, oh my god, this is amazing! You have to do it, kind of thing. Um, but they're going to limit who can ride it to Magic Band Plus. Yeah, I'm really curious how Star Wars Land is going to open. If they're going to be Fast Pass Plus, or if it's going to open without Fast Pass. Because mm-hmm. you've got Universal, who does like their big Potter stuff, which is kind of where I'm 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 thinking with this is the big Potter stuff has all opened without fast without Express, and none of them still doesn't have Express. Yep. And so it just makes me wonder: Will Star Wars open without Fast Pass? I don't think the the company that created that invented the whole standby system and Fast Pass system can do that. I think they're they're gonna have it. Um, and they're going to push it because they can sell magic bands mm-hmm. and that's magic band. Now you can take that little puck out and you can put it in all sorts of things. You can shove it up your ass. You can shove it up your ass and you can also put it in a lightsaber and your kid can lose it. It's <laughs> yeah, there it's going to happen. Um, so <clears throat> about the, the Walt Disney world 50th anniversary, um, I think it's going to extend past just the Magic Kingdom, Contemporary, and Polynesian, because those are what was there mm-hmm. when they opened. I think all four parks, both water parks, Disney Springs, and all the resorts will feature something unique and special. Um, absurd amounts of money are going to be spent, but will pay off to record crowds, record number of capacity days, and room stays. Um, events are going to include shows, parades, fireworks, wrapped buses and monorails, uh, a special castle spaceship earth chinese cedar tree of life i get not unlike the 25th anniversary uh cake um but there will be negative aspects will be that the record-breaking crowns and capacity days florida resident passes will be locked out most days disney will make their money back and much more but the whole event will be split with positive and negative reviews and they will be polar extremes so it's going to be like this is the most amazing thing in the world or this is the worst thing in the world there's never gonna nobody's gonna be in the middle um but in reality we'll receive no themed fire we'll we'll receive a new themed fireworks magic kingdom and that's it i know i mean you're you're i think you're going so far i i literally just think it'll be new nighttime entertainment but i think we'll get four new shows i think every park is gonna have new nighttime entertainment like i i would like because what they did a lot over in disneyland uh-huh that that was a big that was a big you know a big deal new parade new fireworks um, new world of color and a lot of attractions got new animatronics so they got the new yetis peter pan got a nice refurb uh, you got new yetis in you got the hatbox ghost yeah hatbox ghost um, so i think you know instead of just focusing all of this on one park that already has um 
capacity issues, you spread the whole thing out over the entire property. So people, if they want to see everything, have to go from park to park. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess, you know, you really do something big at the Contemporary and the Polynesian because those are your those are your original hotels. Um, but you can have stuff at the other ones as well. If they were to spend a you know a shit ton of money and actually do something massive like this, they'd recoup their costs. I I don't doubt it, but I think it would be people would be saying that there's you know not enough time to see everything. There's too much to see, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we're just going to get new themed night shows, um, and a parade, stuff like that. And then on to my last one. <clears throat> this is my favorite one. All right. What's this final? Um, okay. So you're familiar with River Country, right? Mm-hmm. You're familiar with Discovery Island, right? Mm-hmm. This is what becomes the quote-unquote fifth gate, very similar to a Discovery Cove where it's a premium limited ticket um, park, and it is a Pirates of the Caribbean park. Um, you'll have river country is going to be themed to like an English fort kind of like in the movies. Um, and it'll be the park entrance. It'll have a shop, restaurant, tavern, other themed venues. And of course the E ticket attraction, cause that's where your room is going to be. Um, they will also have boat transportation to discovery Island, um, AKA Tortuga Island, um, where you'll have a tavern, restaurants, shops, smaller attractions and theaters, and a theater seating facing Bay Lake. Um, the resort will be very Westworld-like. Did you watch Westworld? Mm-hmm. I've seen everything be, but the final episode. It'll be very Westworld-like, where actors as characters, obviously you're not going to have androids, but you'll have actors playing characters, and there'll be quests and other activities for people to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the shops will include incredibly nice pirate wear, similar to Harry Potter robes and apparel. Um, there'll be water experience where... Um, people, I guess, as they're um, they are brought in to they're recruited um, to be on the pirate ship or Royal Navy ship, and they battle with splashes and mist and other themed things. But then the big the big night show will be a stunt style show on Bay Lake, where you'll watch from this um, this basically this theater seating, and it'll include pirate ships, cannon blasts, fire, fireworks, explosion, gunshots, stunts. And the finale is going to be the big ship sinking into the water. And then bonus points. If there is an exclusive resort option on Tortuga Island, limited number of rooms, each highly themed, exclusive themed dining and tavern with characters and animatronics. Um, Resort is not cheap. On par with higher Disney offerings, exclusive themed weddings available on island and in fort. And that's it. That's a pretty out there idea that I like. It's they have that island just sitting there. That island already has all your um it's got water, it's got power, it's got all your utilities are all hooked up to it already cuz people went to it. Cuz that if, you know, for people that don't don't know, they had animals there and that was a thing that Disney had where you could pay to go to there and see animals which ended up being the front part of Animal Kingdom Uh 
you've got the water park there, which is just rotting away, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a decent plot of land. So, have a uh, a fifth gate where it's like a limited thing. Where like, oh, did you get? Did you do the pirates thing? And they go, oh no, we didn't do the pirates thing this time. I think we're gonna do it next year. It's kind of like their their version of Discovery Cove. Exactly. So, it's you know, there obviously you're not gonna get two weeks of. Walt Disney World visits if you go there. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it could be a really cool themed experience. Pirates are obviously not going anywhere ever. So. No, I agree. I think it would, and it would, it could be the most themed Disney experience out there. Yeah. Like I could see it. But you're going to pay a, a hefty, a hefty amount for it. Would you bring the Shanghai Pirates ride to that land? Um, you very much could do a ride similar to that on the mainland there mm-hmm. as the e-ticket cuz I think it's going to have like an e-ticket and there might be like a smaller attraction on the island cuz this is not so much a park about rides as it is a park about, you know, kind of the experiences mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think you're probably not going to see many kids going there but you're probably going to see like teenagers and stuff yes and i mean you lower your capacity you raise the price this has to be something like that's 450 plus a day like stupid amounts yeah Uh and then you raise it even more and you get to you get to stay in that resort that's potentially on the island as well that has like it's limited to like 10 rooms Mm -hmm. um yeah that's my that's my big um wild card prediction that is a wild card of wild cards yeah and i i think that uh that's the future of the walt disney world yeah so um we'll collect our check whenever they decide to um send it to us Mm -hmm. so we've predicted their next 15 years for them maybe further yeah no real timeline on this one no, there wasn't. It's it's with a park like this, with a park like Universal, it's too hard to do that because um how how many times was Avatar pushed back? Um I mean I don't know if it necessarily was pushed back. Like, it was just it's I think it was the predicted. It was oh it's gonna open up this year. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's gonna open up this year. Well, nope, it's gonna open up this year. So it's and it's too hard to predict Disney opening dates. I am very excited for Sex Tales Land. I think it's going to be bomb as fuck. It will, but no one's going to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. So that's the problem is I don't think it's going to have the merchandise that Potter had. N- no. And, and I think that's going to be the big realization is that there is no money to be made in Avatar themed stuff because what, you're going to try to dress up like a Navi? Mm-hmm. Sex tail. Get yourself a sex tail. Get your sex tail right over here. Is that going to be the Mickey ears of that land? Mm-hmm. They're going to walk around with the sex tail. Sex tail. Get your sex tail here. <laughs> I don't know. So love it. Um. So this was our longest episode. Yeah. But we we knew we knew it was going to be though. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Spoiler alert, this was supposed to be our year in review last episode of season one episode. Yeah, it was, but um, then reality happened and we weren't able to 
record. Mm -hmm. So I guess we will close this episode then. Um, I'm going to hopefully get today is Thursday um, to our hopefully people that still follow us um, heard that we were recording today. Um, So hopefully I can get this edited and uploaded tonight so you guys can have it for the weekend. Mm hmm. Um, and you, if I don't, I don't know why I'm saying this, but if you want to listen to this show, you can find it on iTunes, <laughs> but you've already found it. So, cause you're listening to it. Yay. You found it on <laughs> iTunes. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to listen, if you want to follow me, uh, Ryan never introduced myself in this episode. Um, I'm Ryan. Um, I'm one half of the theme park guides and you can follow me on Twitter at the park guides. Um, I do some Instagram stuff, um, but not too often, just kind of posting old pictures and stuff at the theme park guides. And then if you want to see what I'm drinking at the moment, I'm not drinking anything. I was drinking water today. Um, out of a coffee can, cup? Um, it's out of a enamel coated, um, camping mug. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like those mugs. Um, see? No, I can't. I don't have a webcam on. That was the sound of it. Okay. Um, but you can follow me on Untapped. I am Eisentrout. Mm. Those are my my places. I am Drew the Intern on Twitter, part of the In the mm-hmm. Loop podcast. Another great podcast that also took a very long break. Yeah, but then you've put out like you put out a bunch of episodes right in a row. Mm-hmm. But and I was drinking water out of my In the Loop Turvis. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I like Turvises. So. For, for people who drink out of turvises, I feel like I like slurp too much. I think, yeah, I could see that. Um, like, mm-hmm. And you can hear that ice in there too. Mm-hmm. But it's insulated, so yeah. that ice is going to stay icy longer. Mm-hmm. I will um, say my swell water bottle keeps water cooler than my turvis. Oh, yeah? So if I were to choose one or the other, I like my swell better. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. The girlfriend really likes Turvises, so we have a a decent selection of Turvises. I have one. It has in the loop on it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you drink on Untapped too, don't you? Yeah, at Drew the Intern. Really haven't been drinking a whole lot because I've been really busy. Yeah, I mean it's not just staying away from the, uh, you know podcasts. It's there's a lot of stuff going on down here mm-hmm. right now. Like, to give you a heads up of how busy I am, my Christmas tree is still up. Oh, mine's up, too. <laughs> we just haven't had a chance. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll come down eventually. If people don't realize it, I work two jobs. So, I work a full-time job and then a part-time job. You know, I was lucky enough to have today off. I usually don't get days off. I like how you and I were both off today. I know, right? How does that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, So, if you want to listen, if you want to read what we're talking about on everyday things um we we have a twitter too it's at park blueprints and half the time it's me accidentally tweeting on park blueprints yeah i like i like the 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 mobile app even on windows phone which Mm -hmm. is what i use you can have multiple uh accounts on the twitter yeah sometimes i'll open up my account and i'll have like 14 notifications i can't find them i'm like oh it's because i got blueprints notifications (laughs) um we also have an email address at 
it's uh, themeparkblueprints at gmail.com, which I think we actually got an email um, not too long ago. So I'm actually going to actively pull this up and uh, give them a shout out because you guys have all slacked on sending us emails. In our longest episode ever, we are now waiting for the internet to load our email. <laughs> so where is, where is it here? Hold on. I know I have it. Oh, here we go. This was on um, December 22nd, so not too long ago. Mm-hmm. This is from Nicholas. Hi. Hey, Nicholas. He says, hi, I just started. Well, he just I just started watching the show. I don't know what he's watching, but he's he started. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started just started watching the show like two weeks ago, and I finally finished all your current episodes. You're doing a great job. No, thanks, this man. Has, yeah, thank you. This has become one of my favorite theme park podcasts. Oh, wow. Thanks, man. Look at those accolades. And he said, also for HHN, so we're getting feedback for our last episode, which was Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, also for HHN, even though you didn't really mention what houses they might do in the future, I could totally see them doing Trick or Treat, which is from the guys who made Krampus, and would really translate well into a house. Yeah. It would. It would. Anyway, I would really love you to try. He doesn't really love us. I don't Aww. know why I paused right there. I would really love you to try an international park like Europa Park since Drew really likes that park as you haven't done an international park yet. Thanks for making such a great podcast and keep it up. Mm. Thanks, Nicholas. So, yeah, good words from Nicholas. So, a nice guy. Um, all, our, all of our other people that listen to this that don't send us emails, send us an email. Yeah. It's, it's always exciting to see an email pop up and I go, Oh wow! What? So it's a little more. It's a little more personal, I think, than a tweet. So, I think that does it. We're at. We're approaching like an hour and forty-five minutes on this one. I know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to edit this. You've got to upload it, and that's probably going to take a bit. Yeah, I know. So, um, well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, hopefully, you made it to the end of the show. Um, I mean, they probably made it to the end of the the important show and then left 10 minutes ago as we just rambled on about how you can contact us. So, Nicholas, if you heard your email at the end, send us a tweet. Yeah. I really want to know. Just from Nicholas. Nobody else sent us a tweet. So, Zach, don't send us a tweet. No, Zach can send us a tweet. He lives in Orlando now, too. He does. Um, Kansas lives in Orlando. Kansas. So, yeah, send us all. Keep sending us tweets, guys. We like them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off now. I'm gonna say good night, guys. Goodbye. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> good evening and good night. Have a good one. <laughs> oh, pardon me. I'm looking for the Magic Kingdom. Do you know the way? Please, sir. Do you know the way to the Magic Kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> do you know the way to the Magic Kingdom? Sure I do. Well, can you fly? You can fly to a Magic Kingdom that's right outside your hotel window. To Walt Disney World in Florida. On Easter, the airline of Walt Disney World. The airline that believes dreams really can come true. The wings of man.